0: Welcome to the Play Your Way Podcast. I'm your host, Brian. And I'm your other host, Ethan. And today is episode 30, Big 3-0. But before we get into this very special episode, make sure to follow us on Twitter at PYW Podcast, Instagram at the pyw Podcast. And again, we have ventured into the YouTube realm, and you can find our channel at Play Your Way. All right, like I mentioned, episode 30, and this this is a special episode because not only is it, you know, the big 3-0, but for the first time on our podcast, we have some guests joining us, and also, for the first time, for the guests, we have both guests from a very special podcast joining this episode, the good, the bad, and the backlog, Adam and Kieran, welcome. Thanks. Hello. Thanks for having us.
1: How are you guys doing today?
2: Um, a little hungover still, but I'm good.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Not hungover.
3: I'll be You're the fine. responsible one in the podcast there you go. this time.
0: <laughs> and how are you guys? <laughs> we're pretty good, I think. Um, no, yeah, we're doing well. We're doing well. Now, before we even get to the meat of this episode... Um, Tell the listeners who you guys are, what you're about, what maybe listeners can expect from you. Um, Yeah. And let them know the socials as well to where to find you. So our podcast, The Good, The Bad and The Backlog, it's a very
3: simple uh, sort of podcast where in each episode we just go over a game that we've been playing. Um, And recently we've ventured into films as well. So we recently did a Detective Pikachu episode, which is quite cool, Uh, but We've we've done a fair few episodes now. We started last last uh, June time, I think. Yeah, and yeah, we we just we've covered like we we were, at first we were doing weekly episodes, so we did quite a lot, and then we had to slow it down due to due to the, uh, work and stuff. But we kind of keep it fa- fairly regular, like every other week we try and release something. And there's and Adam has been quite prolific with the um, collaborations lately. I've been letting the side down on that front.
2: Yeah, I'm the I'm the podcast hopping slut. So, I'd like to join a few other podcasts and then I'll get some guests on so we can um cuz like if we if we do bigger games, then we need a lot more time to play them and every podcast we try to have at least finish the game. So, if we're playing a big one, I like to spread it out a bit, give us some extra time, have some guests on to fill in the gaps. And um yeah, so every episode we should have finished the game that we're talking about so that you know that we have actually experienced what we're talking about except for one occasion where kieran let me down but hey man (laughs) i think there
3: was another one i can't remember off the top of my head but i'm sure there was another game you didn't finish
2: okay i (laughs) dropped the ball one time as well but (laughs) (laughs) we're even yeah either way i mean each episode we play the game so we're we're giving like a a general review of of what we thought of it and if we would recommend it and it's kind of loosely based on our backlog in the sense that they are games that we either haven't finished before or haven't played before and um we own or have have accessible to us um so yeah i mean that's that's just the setup
0: yeah and honestly i i kind of like that you guys um kind of have the podcast set up to where it coincides with the backlog because and and we'll get into you know video game backlogs and really the details of that but you know especially with you know something that I speak about the word backlog often because I had one and you know it's one of those nice things where if you you beat a game and kind of kind of capitalize on that in the sense of like content creation right so like one of the things I love doing with our podcast is um, creating a graphic of the games we do beat as kind of Instagram and Twitter content uh, and it's just one of those fun things to kind of experiment and grow in, in, skills when it comes to kind of like graphics, but also, you know, yeah, I'm playing these games and I'm, I'm highlighting that as well. But, so I really do like, you know, you guys doing reviews and it really does coincide with, uh, the backlog. Ethan, were you going to mention something?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, from my standpoint, I listen to you guys and I love, you know, the episodes you guys put out. They're always, uh, super entertaining and uh, Kieran touched on it earlier. You guys are, you guys are pretty much your 1 year anniversary now, right?
2: Yeah, sure are. It's uh mm-hmm. <laughs> can't believe it's 1 year and still going strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's Look super how our impressive this grown. Yeah, so we proud. don't we don't hate each other at all yet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh yeah, no, I mean it, it's incredible uh that you guys have managed to to go that long. I mean, I know a lot of people don't really even make it past the first few um, so the fact that you guys are going you know this long and are putting out quality episodes yeah you know, i think it's a uh, really awesome well thank you well, i appreciate you, it. you
3: have to say that because we're in the podcast <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that's but right. I
1: appreciate. It. yeah no I, afterwards i'm going to edit in what my actual thoughts are so <laughs> yeah. you know just editors, stick through after, after the yeah on the side yeah stick through <laughs> to the end
2: that's fine i'll just pull down the episode that you're a guest on <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: that. now speaking of the podcast though and in you know, as obviously peeps who are creating content for a podcast and have started a podcast within the past year, um, we don't really get to talk to a whole lot of other podcasters when it comes to their origin story of how the podcast came to be and the ups and downs with it as well. And I definitely really, really do want to hit on that um, with you guys because we we really haven't, Ethan and I haven't really talked to other podcasts when it comes to the specifics like that, right? We've, you know, we've Mm. supported other podcasts, we listened to other podcasts, and we love other podcasts, small podcasters like us. Um, but when it comes to, you know, the, the gritty details, and obviously we don't have to go too deep into detail, you know, you said it's been almost a year now, which congratulations, by the way. Like, w- what was that moment where you were like, podcast, yeah, let's let's actually do this. Like, what was that moment and what has the road been like since then?
3: I think um, initially it uh, it came about Purely by I think I think I might have sent a message to to Adam just just kind of asking if he would be up for doing a podcast i don't, at that at that point we didn't really know what it was going to be, but I think gaming was obviously the the main draw yeah um and it was it was probably because of lockdown, you know we had uh less things to do, more time on our hands, and probably more gaming being done, so talking about the games seemed to make it like a more productive thing to be doing at the same time um and so yeah just doing a i, I remember actually when we first started we had to uh we, <laughs> we were in a call and we were just going about like trying to find the name and we were oh, just yeah. like finding uh film titles <laughs> and then just trying to change one word to backlog which uh it was quite fun
2: all right Eventually and the good and back- music <laughs> the and musicians work. do you remember our our number one for the moment like for the time was the backlog boys but it was already taken oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh that's a good one yeah, that would oh, awesome.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: someone already had it so we had to had to shelve that idea but yeah <laughs>
3: yeah uh but i mean it's kind of i guess it's relevant to talk about how adam and i actually um met yeah which was quite a long time ago now probably around t- uh, 2014 or 2015 mm-hmm. and it's because we were kind of both on the whole YouTube Let's Play scene at that time. <laughs> and we uh, we met on this forum called Let's Play Sanctuary, I think it was. Oh my God, that's and what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Adam put, uh, put a message on there. Uh, I can't even remember what it was. Probably just asking for follows, you know, like people do back then. Yeah. And, and I think I just put a message on there saying, hi, like, yeah, we can collab or whatever. And <laughs> saying it the fact that you like went on my YouTube channel, and you saw I had like one far cry video that had a few hundred thousand views or something, and you thought I was a big YouTuber. No, <laughs> that's not what happened.
2: No. I watched no, I watched your video and I was like, Oh, A, I love this guy's accent and B, he's hilarious, so I'm going that's to attach not true myself. At all. <laughs> no, but I was like, I'll attach myself to him and then ride the coattails into fame. <laughs> ah uh, and look how that served you uh oh, <laughs> <shit. laughs> died,
3: died a died a quick death there
2: yeah i uh, i found the wrong person but that's okay
3: yeah <laughs> and anyway af- after we kind of stopped doing youtube after not a very long time probably after a year or so um we we kind of just continued to play games for quite a long time and uh yeah just last year we happened to to venture into the podcast
0: fairly naturally yeah now when it, when it comes to youtube like you're saying you, you guys collabed on creating Let's Plays and you all posted them to YouTube? Well, we, we
2: had our own channels, so he mostly okay. did solo stuff. And I, um, as uh, as most people probably realize, that I'm not very funny on my own. I like to <laughs> like bounce off other people. So I would have a bunch of rotating guests that were my real-life friends at the time. And um, I've now gotten rid of them because they weren't funny enough. But uh, <laughs> they would join me like physically in my house and then play games in the same room as me, like a la uh, Game crumbs type of thing. And um, so that became like way too much work. But in any case, uh, I think we did a couple episodes where Kieran and I collaborated online and then I don't even remember if we uploaded any of them. I think we might have uploaded no, I, I
3: really don't remember, honestly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's, yeah. Al- it's always been something like we've content creation and um he and i have good chemistry so it's just like let's just go for it and i love the idea of doing stuff with him oh that sounds filth um (laughs) 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 making content
4: (laughs) yeah keep that to yourself please
2: yeah so i don't know pick someone that you get along with that you have good chemistry with and you like to talk to about games and then here we
1: are yeah
0: that makes that makes a ton of sense there yeah now when it comes to you know creating that content, I know you guys have said you, you've seen growth. W- w- you know, on the podcast side, I'll, I'll be honest, podcasting, it, it was absolutely new and foreign to me when, you know, we kind of discussed it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when I envisioned content creation, I mean, you know, nowadays people either think of Twitch or they think of YouTube. And that was more along the lines of something I, 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 my mind immediately thought of because I was already streaming on Twitch. And I loved the thought of creating YouTube content. So when it came to like, podcasting and i know there is video podcast as well but you know sticking with the audio only it, it's it's different from youtube right because like sometimes people describe youtube as like this you know golden ticket you can just pull out of a box you know you put you put a, a video up in the next day you never know it it could have thousands of views podcasting (laughs) a little bit different Uh, from what we've seen it's been a very small growth it's been a lot of hard work and it's been fun but what is what did that look like for you guys
2: um so yeah look we mostly had agreed between ourselves that it was just going to be like a hobby for fun and uh, we started it in lockdown to get through most of our games and have a have a reason to keep up like sort of a social activity and um play through games that we've neglected to play and it was just supposed to be a fun thing and it still is to some degree like we've got a little bit of growth but we're not going to get any sponsors anytime soon or make any money out of it for a while but uh, it's just like you need to either accept that or um like put full time effort into growing the podcast if you want to go down like the pro route and I don't think either of us have the time for that so um, if we've got numbers, they are small numbers, there's small numbers that are growing, and it's mostly other podcasters that listen to us and um, real life friends. So I'm fine with that. Like we're getting uh, actually, I won't tell you what the numbers are, but we're getting people <laughs> who consistently listen and reach out to us on social media, so we know that people care about what we have to say, and that is good incentive to keep going, whether it's a couple hundred or a couple thousand, it doesn't really matter right. as long as somebody is consistently listening. so yeah. Otherwise, you're just talking to void. And I've seen so many podcasts, by the way, in the last year that we've been doing this start and then completely disappear. Yeah.
0: I, yeah. I've noticed that myself. And it's, it's you know, obviously, you don't want to meditate on that a lot. But, you know, it's it's life. Like, I get it. It's, you know, the first thing might be like cynicism, like, oh, we're still going and they have it. But at the end of the day, man, life happens. And yeah. tomorrow, you know, the podcast might just disintegrate because you never know. You never know. So yeah, you know, cheers to us still being here and, and hopefully, you know, the good thing about it is you can always come back, right? So just because you fell off for a few months or maybe even a year, hey, you come back and, and, and that's when sometimes you find out you, you had some listeners who are dedicated and actually missed you and, you know, welcome you back. So yeah, that's good to hear. Yeah, that's totally true. And I think with podcasts,
3: comparing podcasts to uh, YouTube, you you might find it's more difficult to build up a, a big following yep. via podcasts but i think the following you get when it's when it's starting out you're probably ha- going to have a more dedicated and devoted fan base that might interact with you and uh, like email you and tweet you and all that sort of stuff whereas That's on youtube yeah yeah it's i mean it's a lot more work as well on youtube isn't it i mean you've you've got to capture the footage add mm. commentary or whatever Mm-hmm. And I think I think podcast is just a, a far more easy way, easygoing way of doing
2: it of, course yeah, of creating right. content. Yeah, way more relaxed as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> so much True. more.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely you know, see what you mean there about the YouTube side because uh, when it comes to podcasting, there's no algorithm out there to suggest certain things to to get your content out there in front of people. Uh, a lot of the times, it is you know you doing the the legwork to you know reach out to people. Uh, just kind of spread the word around. So I definitely agree with that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, let's, let's talk about video games, All right? So we're both video game podcasts, and, and we all have our love for video games really at the core. And so we, we got the podcast origins. Let's take a little bit deeper dive into, you know, you, Adam and Kieran, what your gaming um, origins really look like. And let's go all the way back. Right. When, when was those, you know, first moments to where you know you—I don't want to say cliche—you became a gamer. But what were those points where where gaming really became, you know, fun, a normal part, and, and really getting into them? What were they?
2: All right, I'll try and keep this brief. <laughs> I have—I've um, sort of touched on this a couple times on our podcast, um, but so I grew up with an NES and uh, a Super Nintendo and stuff like that. And it wasn't until my parents split up that I actually like really started playing games. And that was because I was bouncing in between like my dad's house and my mom's house and they both had systems there. So I would um, just like, you know, that awkward thing when like your parents are split up and then you go to stay with one of them and then it's kind of like the whole vibe has changed and you don't know what to do like while you have free time. So, absolutely yeah 100 <laughs> percent. yeah so it was that <laughs> <laughs> fuck you and your fucking nuclear family <laughs> yeah come on <laughs> man um so i would spend my time playing games and that's when i like really got a love for it and it was specifically super no wait what was it secret of mana on the super nintendo was my first RPG and I loved like the anime art style and I'd never really played a game like that before that was like story driven in a way that wasn't just like a platformer so that was the first one that really grabbed my heart and from there it just sort of like kept going and then I just got into Pokemon like really heavily loved all those games and then when the PS2 uh, PS1 PS2 GameCube were out I loved RPG so I was trying to play as many as I possibly could like the Final Fantasies. And then once I was done with the Final Fantasies, I wanted to experience what else was out there. And, um, yeah, it's just kept going since then. And that's it. That's my origins. Oh, and then my Uncle Ben got shot by a, a mugger. So then I started wearing a spider costume to stop crime.
1: That's oh it. Wait, that's you?
2: Yeah. Shh, don't
1: tell. Oh, shoot. Him. Wow. Reveal. <laughs> Amazing. It's my She's origin like story. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a... <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan twist right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was dead the uh, whole so- time.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> da, da, da. Uh, so anyway, my origin story, my, my gameplay, uh, whatever it is that I'm talking about right now, um, is mm. probably not so interesting. Um my, my parents never divorced. They're happily they're still happily together. <laughs> Disgusting. Um, yeah. <laughs> Don't mean to brag. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but I think uh, my my first system was a PS1, and I th- the very first game I played on it, I'm pretty sure was either a demo, a demo disc of something like Tekken or Spyro, Um my first full game was the Smurfs, a uh, classic side-scrolling thing, which <laughs> I don't remember, don't think anyone remembers, pr- probably for good reason. Um, but... I think my main kind of like when I first really got into gaming was down to my my older brother who had the like he had Final Fantasy seven VII and eight and nine, and I used to just watch him play all the time and then when I was kinda of like kind of old enough and smart enough to understand how to play those games, I just got fully immersed and um like until I started earning money of my own, I didn't have too many games it was like um games for Christmas or birthdays or whatever so I tended to get like uh, all the Final Fantasies, and I remember playing a lot of Dragon Quest as well. So, uh, and then when I started buying games myself, it was just like GRPGs as much as I could.
0: Cash. Uh, but yeah, that that's pretty much how I got into it. Yeah. So jealous! I'm. So, I, I say this all the time, and Ethan knows it's. I, you know, as a kid, thankfully I did. You know, I played games and I dabbled here and there. But man, did I miss out on JRPGs! So now, as an adult, I'm I'm going back and playing all those, you know, Fire emblems Dragon Quest, all those JRPGs that I missed out on. And gosh, it would have been a game changer if I played them as a kid. Yeah,
3: yeah. No, yeah. I mean, there's still a ton that I haven't played and would have loved to have played back then because I never had any Nintendo systems. Yeah. Um. So like, I've never even played a Fire Emblem game, but Ooh. I'm sure they're very cool and. Maybe maybe one day I will, mm-hmm. I will get a Switch or something and be able to play them.
1: For sure. Yeah, it's never too late.
2: Just just to build off that as well, um, living in a non-US, non-Japanese region actually limits the JRPGs that you have accessible to yourself as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. We, we like never... I mean, let's, speaking for Australia, we never got any of the Final Fantasies on Super Nintendo. Like, the tons of RPGs never made it to our shores. So... Um, I got really heavily into emu- emulation when I was a teenager as well, just to catch up on all these Super Nintendo RPGs that I never had a chance to play. So, yeah.
0: Love me some RPGs. Other than Final Fantasy, what were some big and popular ones over in Australia?
2: Well, JRPGs just aren't popular at all. So At all. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> I mean, Final Fantasy VII only right. is like the JRPG people talk about. Uh, unless you're actually like a proper... I don't want to say proper gamer, but if you're, like, just a general person in, in the general public, you don't know JRPGs except for Final Fantasy VII. Like, wow. it, they typically don't do well over here at all, unless you are, like, a dedicated gamer who's interested in those things. Hmm. Oh, and Pokemon, but I don't really count that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Pokemon's
3: it's in its own its own little genre. <laughs>
1: yeah. Literally. Yeah. It's super interesting to hear just how different, like, things are, you know, on the other side of the world when it comes to these games. Because, like, I mean, we get a, we don't get all of them, but we get a good amount of them. It, mm-hmm. And it, it's nice to kind of have that perspective of being like, well, you know, it's really just Final Fantasy VII, you know, and that's kind of it, you know?
2: Yeah. I'm so jealous you guys got Radiata Stories on PlayStation 2, because that didn't get a PAL, re- uh, mm-hmm. PAL release anywhere, so... Even if I import it, I need a bloody US PS2 to play it.
1: So That's unfair.
0: It's unfortunate.
1: To, to put in perspective how spoiled we are, I've never even heard of that.
0: So <laughs> by Atlas, right? yeah. I think so. I think so. Really? Yeah, I think it's by Atlas. Wow.
2: Anyway, I, I'm niche. I've got a lot of niche RPG titles that I love, and I try and go for uh, the more obscure ones when I can find them. For sure. Yeah. I'm not so niche.
3: I have the main ones and the cheap ones. Loser. Well, and
0: speaking of that, that actually brings (laughs) me up a point that I I keep forgetting is, and honestly, this will be a great perspective to, to me and uh, people who live in America, because you already mentioned how there was a lack of JRPGs in Australia. Now, when it comes to game collecting, what is the culture like there because you know obviously probably in japan and obviously here you know game collecting as of now and from what i've seen has always been a thing i um, mean it's it it's growing like crazy like especially like the retro gaming um atmosphere and culture there but you know has gaming collecting always been a part of you guys life or or do you do physical or do you do digital or or how does that go about
2: um okay uh let me start in reverse so um I try to collect physical when I can, and I'll do digital games on, like, the PSN store if it is something that isn't available in my region. Um, I do download a few, like, PS1 classics and stuff like that, uh, but where possible, I try and go for the physical release. Um, But as for game collecting in Australia, I really don't know anyone except for myself who collects, and I wouldn't even really necessarily call myself a collector. Like, I'm not dedicated or have a goal to say, I'm going to collect all PS2 RPGs, and then that's my goal, and I'll try and complete it. It's more like, I want to buy all of the games that I didn't have a chance to buy because they were either limited release, um, or, you know, didn't appear in stores long enough, or I didn't know even existed until well after the console had been gone. So, I am mostly referring to, like, PS2 JRPGs. Right. Um, So I just collect things that I wanted that didn't have a chance to get when I was younger. And um, I guess my collecting started... I've always kept all my games. Like, I've never thrown anything out except for one time when I sold a uh, Nintendo 64 cartridge of Conker's Bad Fur Day, which was like, I sold it as a teenager for like 30 bucks, and now it costs like 400 bucks to get on eBay. So I'm (laughs) pissed that I did that. Dang. Um, (laughs) So I keep all my games now, and I collect because I've noticed over the last year, not last few years, like 10 years plus, that certain games go out of print, certain games become extremely hard to find, and you'll see them like pop up on eBay for hundreds of dollars. Like I remember one specific instance, I was holding Devil Summoner, Rido Kuzunoha versus King Abaddon in Electronics Boutique. I was standing there with the PS2 version in my hands, looking at it, going, oh, that looks interesting. I'll come back and buy it later. Came back, it was gone, and then I never saw a copy in the wild ever again, and on eBay, it's like 200 bucks. So I bit the bullet and I bought it because I needed it. (laughs) 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 But the point is that like RPGs in particular are only available for a short amount of time and then the prices get hiked up so insanely that if you don't grab it when you have a chance to grab it, it'll either completely disappear and you'll never get a chance to play it or it'll be like Rule of Rose, which is like a thousand bucks on eBay. So um Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's my story. Over to you, Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean,
3: kind of like Adam, I wouldn't say I was a collector, but I do have a large collection, so I guess I am. I don't know. Um, I don't really, like, go out of my way to 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 purchase titles that I think are going to be rare or valuable or anything. It's more just buying games that I think look good and I want to play. Um, and if I happen to... Not like the game. I've got no like no bad feelings about getting rid of it immediately, putting it back <gasps> on eBay and just selling it. You know, <laughs> I I th- there is something nice about having a small pile of really good games that you want to play, rather than just a massive load of games where some of them are really good, some of them are just a massive pile of shit. So, <laughs> I I just yeah, I want to have a collection, but a collection of good games. Uh, but yeah, like. I guess when I started, it was probably like similar time to when I was doing the YouTube thing, 2014-15. Um, um, it was kind of a similar time I actually got into watching channels on YouTube like uh, Metal Jesus yeah. um, and some of his crew. Mm, i knew that yeah, was going to come l- l- up <laughs> oh, of course how can you talk about collecting about <laughs> talking the main man himself exactly <laughs> the mgr i love him he's <laughs> he's got such a great personality and i think his enthusiasm for his collection was a bit contagious so like mm-hmm. i kind of got the bug from that and started looking into buying more games but shame uh, he
2: doesn't buy he doesn't play the actual games though <laughs> for like longer than enough time to grab footage
0: I always thought that. I always had that in the back of my mind. I'm like, how many of these games are you really playing? Uh, that's a cynical point of view. I think he loves games. Yeah, I, I agree. At the at the end he's of the day, I think he too. he's a happy man. He's a happy
3: man, and he spews happiness. I think he loves his orifice. collection. <laughs>
2: <Yes>. That's it.
3: <laughs> Both. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's my collection stuff, I suppose. Oh, I'm kind of, I'm like particularly actually recently kind of into uh, getting Vita games. And I think that was Ooh. sort of off the back of the fact that I thought the digital store was going to die at some point. So I just thought, I'll get some of these little uh, little Vita games, which no one's played. And uh, eventually, maybe they will be valuable. And I can brag that I've got them when no one can play them anymore. But then <laughs> then, then I'll get to that stage and... People will be like, "Well, no one played them anyway, so it doesn't matter." <laughs> but I'll be happy if if no yeah. one else will.
1: It's a bit of a side rant, but yeah, I, I that whole like PlayStation Store shut like being threatened to shut down like it was was super scary when that happened. right? like mm. I remember hearing that and just kind of feel like you everyone I think kind of felt that rush to like go start gathering whatever they could. Mm. Uh, because you knew like those those price hikes were coming like super soon.
3: Yeah, that's such a um, like a related point. I just want to bring back to what Adam said about like the um, the the lack of availability of certain JRPGs in mm-hmm. uh, like countries that aren't the US or or near Japan. Um, the 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 PlayStation store in like the UK and Australia have such a poor selection of JRPGs. I remember looking on the US PlayStation store and seeing all these crazy JRPGs that I really wanted to play, but I just couldn't (laughs) buy because I didn't have a US account or whatever. Like um, Xenogears or... uh, I remember Dino Crisis being on there. and I just couldn't get it in the UK store. It's a pain in the ass. Did you make a US account?
2: Because that's what I did.
3: I did, but I don't have a... um, I I never actually got any currency for it. Uh, Okay, I I can teach you how to do that. I literally did oh, this last you. night.
2: <laughs> so, Sweet. when, like you like you mentioned, Ethan, when they said that they mm-hmm. were shutting down the store, I bought a 16 gigabyte memory card for my second PlayStation Vita, so I've got two. One is the Australian, one is the US. And then I um, whacked that memory card in my PS Vita last night, and then started downloading all the games from the store that aren't available in the Australian store, but specifically RPGs, because... <laughs> When they threatened it, I like went through the store, like with a fine tooth comb, (laughs) listing, like going through like every letter of the alphabet, being like, oh, I need this one. I need this one. And I made like this big note (laughs) in my phone about which ones they were, how expensive they were and how much space I needed. And I was like, okay, I need at least 16 gigabyte memory cards. So I went out and I got one. And then I just started downloading the stuff last night because I'm like, I don't want to lose the opportunity to have these games. Oh man. But what if your memory card breaks?
1: Dart jinx me. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's so it, it's like it was such like a, just a wave of like intensity, like at first because you 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 don't know what's going to happen. I mean, they, they say they're going to shut it down at the uh, you know on this date, and and you're kind of panicking like, well, you know, like you know, what's on there? What do I need to get? You know, thankfully they decided to keep it open at least longer. But yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I, I think yeah, I definitely had that like that wave of panic kind of roll over me at first where i'm like no i need to get anything and everything on there just so that you know i have the chance to play it if i want to yeah marketing
0: plan worked
1: (laughs) it may be yeah
2: that actually reminds me as well um sort of like on the topic of backlogs and all that um it it just made me think that i kind of i know that i'm probably never going to wind up playing all the games that i have in my collection slash backlog but I, I want the opportunity to have them there, so hmm. even though I may not necessarily get around to playing, um, I don't know, Gears, which I probably will one day, but I, I just hmm. want them to be easily accessible and available to me, so it's now on my Vita and I can go and play it if I need to at some point. I may not necessarily get around to it, but at least it's there and it's not gone forever.
0: Now. Speaking of that, you know, when it comes to the backlog, I, I fingers crossed y'all have specific numbers. So, I mean, the podcast is literally named "The Good, The Bad, and the Backlog." Y'all play through your backlog. Adam, Kieran, how many games are in your backlog? <laughs> oh, I, I did not count. give you a specific number. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a specific number. <laughs> yeah, are you kidding
2: me? No, no. I'm so, a, a backlog to me. And we, we sort of play fast and loose with the term. So it's yeah. not necessarily a very specific, quantifiable stack of games that we haven't played. It is a combination of games between ourselves that we haven't played or haven't finished. And that number is always up in the air and always fluctuating. So we we might have like physical games on our shelves that we haven't played before. But I'm also including in the backlog digital games like stuff off Game Pass, stuff off PlayStation Plus. To me, a backlog game is a game that we haven't played yet that we want to play, whether it is something that we've paid money for or something that comes free from PlayStation Plus. It's like God of War, for example, the reboot. I have that mm. sitting on my shelf. That's in the backlog. But like A Plague's Tale came out recent, recently for PS Plus and PS5. I don't have a PS5, but it's on Games Pass. So that's that had piqued my interest for a long time. And I consider that part of the backlog now because it's accessible to play so that's sort of like my interpretation of it it's not like a specific number that needs to be conquered
0: yeah gotcha
3: that's that's exactly what i was going to say and like when you think about the subscription services like ps plus i think i've been a member of that since maybe 2012 2013 so you know we're we're getting close to 10 years Uh, i mean back in the early days when it was ps3 vita and ps4 I think you get two games for each sister. So we're talking six games a month, and that adds up very quickly. So if you yes. kind of think about all the games, digital and physical, that you might actually uh, own, um, <laughs> it's going to be hundreds, if not in the thousands by this point. Yeah. So it's exactly like Adam says. It's it's the games that you, you really want to play, not the ones that you might have just randomly picked up. Uh, yeah, like we a make a shortlist. Like that.
2: Yeah, We make a short list of games that we, we want to cover within, like, we kind of have a buffer of a couple of months of like, all right, here's the titles that we can do for the next handful of episodes. But sometimes, like, PS Plus will announce a game that both of us are like, oh, shit, that game's out. I really want to play, like, Control, for example. That one popped out of nowhere, and mm-hmm. I had wanted to play it for forever, and it was now accessible, and we're just like, oh, sweet, shuffle that one up the list, because I really want to play that. So that's like, you know, that's just an example of how the backlog fluctuates. Sure.
0: On average, how long does it take for you to, okay, Kieran and Adam, we're going to play this game, we're going to review it on the podcast, we're starting now, and then how long does it take for you to actually, okay, we finished it, we're going to record?
3: Well, originally, when we were doing weekly episodes, it was was like we record on a Saturday, and then the next saturday we'd have to talk about the game we've been playing for the week so it was like we we gave ourselves a week to do it yeah um which which was a little bit difficult especially when you're talking about bigger games that yeah, you I know, can imagine more than like i don't know 10 hours to play or something um so yeah now that we've loosened it a bit and we do every every 2 weeks or or, or so um yeah we can do we can do like a few bigger games uh but yeah there there wasn't like too much
2: there isn't too much strict
3: planning that goes into it.
2: Yeah. It's um so now it's two weeks, but we've got like our next episode coming out is Red Dead Redemption 2. That game is huge. That's massive. Yeah. So uh the way that we strategized in order to finish it was that we would play a couple smaller games and um I also arranged to have a couple guests for bonus episodes, Ethan included. So that would give us a couple of weeks buffer where we could play Red Dead 2 for a bit longer. Um, so we will, we've now like started to decide that we'll pick a a huge game for like uh, three months that we'll play in the background while we also play smaller games within like a two week period. So we have episodes, you know, content coming out while we're playing these bigger ones.
1: Yeah. that That's, that's super cool that you guys managed to like plan that out that way. Cause yeah. Like when you were doing it weekly, that, that had to be, chaos to try to balance like all of that at once and everything you're playing well uh, it was me locked and brian a, that that is true yeah yeah we had time <laughs> yeah that is that is true me and brian have like we've done one episode where we've actually talked about a game that we've played together and and it was pure happenstance that, that we even did it because it was yeah. a game that i was very familiar with and and he had just managed to wrap it up and like we've tried to make some plans on on like playing games together and talking about them for episodes, and they just never pan out for us.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, like the, the whole concept of the show for us is right. playing the games, so we're kind of locked into that.
1: <laughs> for no, yeah, absolutely. I just yeah, I think it's incredible you guys managed to like just manage to navigate all of that.
2: I think the biggest challenge is making sure that. Playing these games doesn't become work, and it stays yep. fun. And yep. sometimes it does straddle that line, especially if it's a game that I'm not particularly enjoying. I'm like, oh, this is a struggle to get through. But uh, you just push through it because we—that's like the fluctuating nature of our our episodes and our backlog—is that if we just played something that was shit and unenjoyable, we can. Uh, what's that word? Compromise. <laughs> we can we can compromise and then and then pick something else after that which isn't shit. <laughs> so it can be like, all right, you know what, we've just played Never Dead. That fucking sucked. Let's you know, let's play something that we actually really want to play and um hopefully have some fun. So yeah, yeah I, think I was that's gonna ask about challenge. that.
0: Is is there any room to drop games if you're not enjoying them, or do you have to just bear through it and be like, you know what, we signed up for it, we gotta talk about it.
4: Ooh.
3: Um Mm, not officially. I mean, we never really spoke about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I feel like if if we really hate one, then I think, yes, we could probably yeah. drop it. But I don't think we've, we've had a game that has been so bad that we couldn't play anymore. Uh, I mean, yeah. the one game that I didn't finish was Suikoden, which no one is going to call a bad game. <laughs> oh, boy. It was just an old game, and I, I really wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, and, and you pulled a fast one on me that time.
3: I did, yeah. <laughs> Announced it in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, um, But yeah, like, Never Dead was shockingly bad, but we still finished it. Because I think, you know, what. what is fun about the terrible games is that it makes for a, a quite an entertaining podcast when all we do is just, like, uh, criticize an awful game. I find that yeah. funny to do. I'm not sure if people find it funny to listen, but, you know... <laughs>
2: I think bad games as well have a certain charm, like Never Dead itself, even though it's terrible and a struggle to play through, it was incredibly infuriating at times. It was so unique and different from everything else that there's a quality there that still uh, makes for good discussion and it's kind of like bad films, you know, like bad films have their place and I think bad games have their place too, but we we have said, or I have expressed several times which you probably don't remember but i'm like it's okay if you don't finish the game this is post so we can have epi- so we can end episode by the way <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. it's okay if you don't finish the game just get as far as you can and we'll talk about what we felt up to that point if something is bad we do have the option to just drop it and then shit on it in the episode um but we do choose games that we have accessible to us that we are interested in playing. So it's not like we're forced to play a game that neither of us want to play.
0: Right. Anything interesting from you guys that you, you, that when it comes to gaming that you've kind of been thinking about a lot lately? Now, like, and what I mean by that is, you know, like I'll just throw random stuff at the wall if you can kind of understand. So like for us, obviously, we branch into the YouTube world. So, for, you know, learning content for YouTube and and I, which I do, by the way, love, 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 Adam, that you said I don't want this to become work. Right. Because the whole point mm. of video games is to enjoy it's mm-hmm. a hobby at the at the end of the day. But, it, you know, it, it's it's a, there's a fine line there when you become a podcast, when you become a YouTube channel that at the end of the day, it does require intention, effort, work. And so those two things kind of bleed into each other and can create some kind of bubble that can burst at times. And so, you know, I, I always think about the philosophical stuff when it comes to gaming because that's just who I am. But I don't know if there's any, you know, anything or, or even in the news, like, you know, like, oh, that Switch, that new Switch. I can't believe it. Let's talk about the. I don't know. I don't know if there's anything you've been thinking about or you all been thinking about when it comes to gaming that have piqued your interest. Um,
3: I mean there's tons of gaming news but I mean if, if we're relating it to podcasts um, yeah. it's like because we do we talk about the, the game that we've been playing talking about kind of current news doesn't feel totally relevant and I think one right. of the good things about our episodes is that largely they are sort of timeless that like you can go back and listen to an episode at any time and hopefully um, you know, it's not going to feel out of date whereas if i if we if we suddenly started talking about like the new switch oled screen uh you know that's old news and i don't think anyone listening like Mm -hmm. five years from now would want to listen to or care about it so i mean i don't know that that's like one sort of reason for not doing it Uh, but i'm always interested in gaming news and i listen to a ton of gaming podcasts but um Yeah, I don't think it's like what we want in our own podcast, if you know what I mean. Yeah,
2: like we don't want to compete with those because there are so many other podcasts that just cover news and current events. And um, so this way we can have episodes that people will listen to two, three years from now. And it won't be too dated because for the most part, we're covering games that are relatively old anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, But as far as like news and current trends and stuff in gaming that I've noticed, um, let's see. With the whole PS5, Xbox series consoles coming out, there are a lot of games. uh, I think like Control, for example, you can... So we're limited by the consoles that we have. Kieran only Mm -hmm. has a base PS4 and I only have a base PS4. So we're noticing that there are a lot of games, like newer games that are coming out that basically run kind of like shit on the base PS4 and they're (laughs) made for the PS4 Pro. Or the PS5. So it's like they're making these games that are like souped up and then they're like downgrading the shit out of them to run acceptably on a base PS4. But I'm definitely noticing huge discrepancies in quality from like an Uncharted 4, uh, which is made specifically with the PS4 in mind, and then like newer games, which are made for the higher console games in mind. Um, they somehow look worse on the base PS4 than Uncharted 4 did, which is a lot older.
1: And that's actually pretty interesting, even from like a, like a casual standpoint, just me, like actually wanting to play games, not for the podcast or anything, just to experience them. Games like that are actually a little discouraging for me in a sort of a way when I know the game is just not going to play as well, you know, on, on the consoles that I have access to, It, it dissuades me a lot of the time from even wanting to, to give it a try.
2: Yeah, like there are games coming out or newer games that are available for PS4, but I won't buy them, I won't touch them until I get a PS5, which is going to take me years, you know. (laughs) But I don't want to play something that looks like crap on the PS4, which is made for a PS5.
0: Yeah, I I agree with that. All right, question now. I'm going to get a hot take out of you guys, or maybe (laughs) maybe it'll just be a normal take and it'll be boring. (laughs) Uh, Question. When it comes to the PlayStation 5 and Series X, and the rollout, um, and this is a conversation Ethan and I have, yeah, I think have I know had, you're going the, with this. yeah, have had in the past. When it comes to again, they were released in twenty twenty slash twenty
1: twenty one. Yeah, they came out like around I think September November area. I think is when they actually came out.
0: Oh, so twenty twenty, yeah, right, that's right. And so you, we, we had this conversation too. We were like, I was on the side of man, this is. This is too early. This just seems too early. COVID aside, right? I mean, th- that definitely plays a role, but it just felt too early for me. then now, when it comes to the you know the the shortages and the demand and no you know no supplies. W- what are your thoughts on the the PlayStation Five Series X? Is it too early? Could they have waited, or was it right on time? We just need more supplies. What are your thoughts? Oh,
3: I mean, I totally do get the point of it being too early, and personally, I agree. Uh, like, I'm not in a rush to get a PS Five, and I. You know, at this point, I'm like, "What I'm thinking? Will I even get one ever? I don't know." Um, and it's because you you see the the main changes or upgrades that the PS Five has to the PS Four, and a lot of them aren't things that you like visually see or you know take. They don't have a huge impact. Uh, it's more like improved um, uh, like frame rate um, and higher resolution and the and whole like low um, times. Yeah, exactly so and like quicker loading screens this sort of thing that that will make for a better experience but ultimately uh, i don't really care enough about that like i happily go back to a ps1 and play a, a game that has a frame rate of like 10 fps you know sure i probably get a headache but i'll still enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> so so it, it's i don't know it's, it depends how uh how keen you are on getting the 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 best visuals and all this shit. I just, it's it's not what I really care about. So yes, I think it was a little bit early.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I mostly agree. I think that the PlayStation 5, um, if it was not backwards compatible, that thing would have sunk like the fucking Titanic. Mm. I'm telling yeah. you. Because mm-hmm. yep. there's like yep. nothing yep. on there of value, which is exclusive to the PS5. Um, well, okay, that's probably Returnal is apparently really good. I would say that that's yep. probably really good, and maybe people the like Demon Ratchet Souls remake too. Yeah. So there's, there's a couple things, <laughs> but yeah. no, it's it's not like the old days when you can release a Nintendo sixty four with five games and um have people buy it and be happy with it. You need to have a lot more than that. So, um, I think that, uh, yeah, I th- I think that if it wasn't backwards compatible, it would have sunk like a brick. And I'm glad that they made it backwards compatible. But at the same time, I don't actually think I will get a PS5. I'll probably get a Series X first because of Game Pass. Yeah. Mm.
3: I've, um, I've been like a bit of a PlayStation fanboy. But looking at Xbox, Game Pass, and all this stuff, I am a lot more tempted to get an Xbox than a PS5 at this point. And what even further kind of expands that view is the fact that microsoft have bethesda and if they make the next elder scrolls an exclusive like that that is a game changer for me and if if it doesn't come out on ps5 then i am almost definitely getting the xbox yeah because because skyrim is like you know it's 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 the game man it's the game
1: (laughs) right it's not a game it's
3: an experience
2: Come over to my side. (laughs) I've been playing on the Xbox One X for a while now, and I'm so happy with it that I basically never touch the PS4 unless it's a game that just isn't on Xbox. Okay. This uh, this episode is brought to you by
1: Xbox. Yeah, (laughs) one hundred (laughs) percent. Phil Spencer is sliding all four of us checks right now. Uh, (laughs) Adam, I'm actually right there with you. Um, I got so I got like Red Dead Redemption Two at launch, and I was actually playing that game on like, just a base Xbox One at the time, Mm -hmm. and, like, while I was playing that game, I decided I wanted to get an Xbox uh, One X, and I, like, traded in my original one to get the One X, and and since then, I've, yeah, that's pretty much what I play the majority of my games on now. If something is exclusive, I'll, uh, I'll go over to uh to ps4 or switch and whatnot but more often than not i'm trying to play my games on the 1x just because it, it feels so good everything looks like the way that it does and the games are running so well um but yeah and no, i mean you us both touched on on game pass and and like system sellers and whatnot and for ps5 yeah like for me, there really isn't anything that has come out on it and just on it. That makes me go, yeah, I need to get this right now. I have to get this, this, this console in my house. Um, and it's funny cause I was actually on the opposite side of, of the three of you. I thought that, you know, it was time for the next console. Like not because like, any, like not really like because it needed to happen anyway. I think I've just kind of been conditioned to like the seven year life cycle of yeah. like sony and microsoft and whatnot so like when that was coming around and like brian was like you know this this is probably too soon like it it was a completely foreign idea in my head of like no it's not too soon it's been seven years it's it's right on time actually uh it's just it 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 is a definitely been like a bit of a weird thing you know in a sort of a way
2: oh hot take for me then but um yes that just okay probably not that hot uh, just uh, interjection of opinion. Um,
1: <laughs> lukewarm take, you know. Yeah,
2: I mean, it's not even it's not even mildly warm. It's just uh, room temperature. Um, <laughs> but I-, I think the reason why, like, I'm, I kind of do agree with you as well. Like, uh, no, actually, I don't. I take that back. I didn't agree with you. Um, the reason why I think it was too soon, Shit. <laughs> I'm still tired. The reason why I think it was too soon was. Um, I think it's because when you, you go back through the generations, um, so there's like, what was the last one? PS3, Xbox 360, they had a a ton of games. PS4, Xbox One have a ton more. And then you go to PS2, they had a ton, but not nearly as many as the other ones. So it's like each console generation has way more on the menu that you can have. Weird phrase, but you know what I mean? Like there's more games for you to play. And I think the reason why I felt it was too soon was because there was so many games that I still hadn't played yet and so many games that were still new releases that were quality and needed to be played. And I think that with so many options and and choices to have that I kind of didn't want the new new generation to come in because I needed to catch up on what I hadn't played yet. So... Mm -hmm. It was almost like wishful thinking for me that like, oh, please just delay it a little bit more. Like I, I want a little bit more time to play these games. um, And, and that's the reason why I think as well, like if, if PS5 wasn't backwards compatible, I wouldn't even blink an eye at it. And if Xbox Series X wasn't compatible with the older games, I wouldn't blink an eye at it either. So I'm really glad that it's like almost a half step from like the PS4 Pro and Xbox One X into a new generation because you can play all these older games that, are still like being sold to ps four and Xbox one that you haven't had a chance to play yet, and you can just play them on the newer console and have some slight enhancements so I don't know where I was going with that, but i disagree <laughs> right, to, to <laughs> add to that I was thinking like the whole seven year cycle between
3: consoles as well All right, what why why does that matter i I feel like it right. just they sh- they shouldn't really try and reach a new console every seven years when when like you think about game development it seems like as the as the generations have gone by less games get released through a series i mean let let's take a take a look at good old gta so <laughs> you had you know when gta 3 came out you had like a gta every year you had vice city then san andreas and then the psp ones as well so you had like five or six games come out in in right. a few years and then you had gta 5 on the ps3 in what 2013 14 something like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then like it just it just like you haven't had another gta since then so no. that's a long time but but you've had a new console and there hasn't been a brand new gta on the ps4 so that's a whole console console generation without a new game on that on that franchise so i'm not sure if this is really relevant or just me kind of thinking out loud but if if the games are taking longer to develop why not the systems as well?
1: well yeah i mean and if rumors are to be believed it sounds like we're not getting another gta until what, 2025 2026 or something like that yeah, yeah it, it's gonna it's gonna be a game that will have that will have spanned three console generations and over a decade like in life cycle like it, it's absurd it been and, yeah. and I feel like the life cycles are kind of like, like somebody will ask it at my job, like, hey, why do we do things this way? And it's like, well, you know, it's what we've always done. <laughs> and I feel like that's kind of where this has come from, where, where everybody has kind of just gotten into, like, what they've used to do. You know, like, yeah, the consoles go seven years and You know, that's how we're going to do it. And you look at, at someone kind of like Nintendo, like, just for example, who, like, a long ago, they kind of just decided they didn't wanna like follow whatever the trends of everybody else was were doing. And you kind of look at like their devices and they don't really have like a set lifespan as much. They kind of just go yep, you know, however long they feel like they should go. Yeah. A- and, and and yeah, I mean I can definitely see how that is a healthier, uh yeah, just just like a healthier like way of maintaining these kinds of cycles or in consoles and whatnot. Uh yeah, I, I honestly you guys are you guys are kind of starting to sway me to your side. I don't know if I'm gonna <laughs> dive in all the way on it, but I mean like it, it makes sense, you know,
3: yeah, I yeah. mean there are arguments either way, and mm-hmm. i I mean I don't know much about the whole tech technological side of these systems, so the fact that the technology has probably evolved and is now really good and it it, it was time for a new system, you know it probably was I don't know mm-hmm. um I guess it's it's just it's not something that I really really care about it too much so i don't i don't feel like it was needed but i'm sure other people who are really into all that stuff that they're, they're like yeah this was this was needed i'm getting a ps5 on day one and <laughs> you know that there are loads of people like that and that's fine
2: <laughs> oh and the money too those things are friggin' expensive and yes. um, if you remember back into the, back in the day when the ps2 and ps3 came out they were basically the same price that the ps5 and xbox series xr at the moment and mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. not even including inflation. Like I remember when the PlayStation Three was announced, it was like a thousand bucks or something, and the PlayStation Two <laughs> was like seven hundred Australian it was and dollars. And thousand dollars for you guys? Hey, wasn't there that famous quote of like six nine
1: nine? Yeah, yeah, that's how much yeah. it was over here. Yeah. No, no,
2: yeah, Australian dollars. It was almost a thousand because Jeez. you got to do the currency conversion. And right. I knew people. I was, I think, I was in primary school or early high school. I knew people who bought that like day one or their families did. And to even like consider that, I thought it was just ludicrous. Like I remember mm-hmm. buying a GameCube for, I think it was like 400 bucks at launch and that was crazy. But um, like the prices of these things are always really jacked up when they first come out, but then give it a couple years, like a year or two, and they suddenly drop by a hundred, $200, $250. Right. And it's like, that- I don't really need it day one. I can wait. Yeah, we have backlogs exactly <laughs> we have games
0: to play <laughs> so I'm not gonna lie I really enjoyed that conversation and I and this is why um, because you know what you guys do is you know every episode you talk about one specific game and you dial in on that and that's your niche and I you know I, I like that but sometimes when it comes to you know content creators and platforms that kind of kind of stay in their lane sometimes you don't get to hear their perspectives on other stuff like when it comes to a random question like do you think this, you know, Xbox and PS5 came too early? Like you don't get to hear, you know, those inside thoughts. It might pop up here or two um in an episode. So I really, really, really enjoyed that conversation just to just to have a conversation just about something different, right? They're just narrowing on one game, right? I got you know, I talked with Adam about Minish Cap, even with Devil Survivor, and that's cool. So I really enjoyed that. It was, it was kind of seeing you guys in a new new light and and deeper into what you guys were thinking. So uh that was awesome. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite good to talk about it. I mean, at the start of
3: all our episodes, we always try and do like a, um, like an introduction, a sort of "how have you been" to so ten right. minutes of bullshit, and it's kind mm-hmm. of just like so that so that we're not just diving straight into the topic. We're having a little bit about our life, our personality, and hopefully making people like know us and like us. I don't know that that sort of thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And we we have some, like, series overarching storylines as well you you might pick up on if you listen to the first 10 minutes of every episode. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like the saga of the, do I have arthritis? Who knows? (laughs) 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 Or, like, the series of, Let's, let's go from unemployed to looking for work to employed. <laughs> you
0: know? uh, yeah, right. which congratulations, by the way. I know when I first reached out to you guys or we had a conversation, Adam, I know you mentioned that you were you know, furloughed or lost your job because of COVID and I was relating at the same time too um, yeah. or just coming from it. So that's, that's awesome. I'm glad you get, you're employed. Um, that's part of what I do for my job is to help people get employed. So that's awesome. Uh, congratulations, man. Thanks. I hate it.
3: hey but now you can at least buy all those all those ps1 classics off the playstation store (laughs) oh true um (laughs)
2: gotta get that lunar silver star harmony or whatever it is
3: yeah and i think Um, you need another vita memory card because they die pretty pretty often stop they're expensive expensive. jesus
0: (laughs) they're expensive man Mm -hmm. so um there's there's two questions that i have left um and ethan you can ask any um, that you might have left as well. One that I do want to end off with, but one that um, is a bit of an interesting one too, because I call myself a new gamer because it's slightly true and it's slightly not. Because you know, I dabbled back in the day, I had an original Xbox, I had a PlayStation 2, DS, and Game Boy Advance, which doesn't sound like I'm a new gamer at all, but I, I was very narrowed in the games that I did play, so I only played Pokemon, Yu Gi Oh!, and Call of Duty. F- to, sh- to really sum it up and so i missed out on a lot of those jrpgs even the classics like sonic mario zelda I-, I missed out on them and so going back now since 2018 learning what i like you know when it comes to branching out from those learning what i like what- learning what i dislike and this past you know two to three years has kind of been a roller coaster of, of figuring out what i like and what i don't and to be you know uh specific like I, I i love zelda in the sense of you know i love nintendo i love zelda's you know history storyline characters i love it all but i realized i don't like the gameplay and we talked about it on the minish cap episode with you guys with adam uh <laughs> yeah. when it comes to you know the dungeons and stuff like that but um or even something like a like a tactical rbg recently when i played fire emblem i realized i absolutely loved that genre now I've kind of gone through hoops and going up and down and there's been changes in my gaming preferences. Can you guys relate? What are those?
2: So I mentioned earlier that I'm really into JRPGs and I have been for a very long time. And for a while, like a good good period of time, I was almost exclusively playing just JRPGs for a very long time. And I love that genre and I still do. But because of that, I wasn't branching out very much into other genres. Like I would kind of play a few of the the newer released at the time uh, games that piqued my interest like Bioshock that's one of my all-time favorite games as well and that's a shooter and I thought that oh that I can play that shooter because it's different and it's unique but then now as I've gone through and played a lot more other games which has also been helped by the backlog um, and like exploring these other genres like we played Metal Gear Solid recently and I've always said I friggin' hate stealth games And I still do. (laughs) It's just (laughs) it was terrible, like gameplay wise. But I loved the story of it, and I think that I I could see myself playing through the sequels of that just to experience the story. But gameplay wise, I hated it. Mm -hmm. Um, but basically, what I'm trying to say is that now that I have expanded my breadth of games that I experience, I am learning that I actually quite like shooters, um, a lot. Mm -hmm. Like. Titanfall 2 I did not think that I would love it as much as I did but I had such a great time and it is mostly like story-driven campaigns that uh, really pique my interest and I I like the gameplay of shooters as well but the thing that always put me off about it was like these military shooters and these online like death battle you know Call of Duty things where if someone shoots you and freaking teabags you or whatever that was so unappealing to me but um, because of that, I avoided that genre almost altogether. And um, now I've learned that I actually really like it. And I am want to play a Call of Duty game because I haven't played any of them. So, yeah, I'm also fighting my feet in other genres and learning not to restrict myself quite as much.
0: Nice.
3: Yeah, and I would say that I don't think I've ever been kind of, like, precious just to one genre. I, I, I know I mentioned I was, like, quite into the whole RPGs and JRPGs um but like you know my whole life I've kind of played all sorts of games um I mean I've played Call of Duty and I've played Assassin's Creed I've played all these games and I don't I don't I don't like hate any of them I think they're all they've all got a place and I I like enjoy playing them sometimes uh it's probably easy for me to say what games I really don't like and that's sports games like you won't catch me ever playing FIFA um, mm-hmm. That's not true. I have played a few times, but whenever <laughs> I play, it's only to just like tackle the players and get all my players sent off as <laughs> quick as possible.
2: What about visual uh, novels?
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, actually, visual novels, <laughs> they're not games, are they? That's, no. that's just, that's wow, that, just that, that might be your themselves. hardest take right there.
1: I was about to say, I was about to say, <laughs> <laughs> did you just say, did you say books for incels? <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't say What did thing. you, what did you, <clears throat> it's in the recording.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, i might have said that it's
1: that's no that's funny i like i like but that
3: I, I just no visual novels or oh, i don't think i should get started on those i just don't like them no i think you have yeah, the I floor
1: think, you do what you want read yeah. a
3: book read a book man <laughs> you can read a book so much quicker you have to deal with the annoying anime voices and the shitty writing and everything else <sighs> but what if pigeons. that's what i like
0: kieran that's what i love about visual novels
3: <laughs> oh my lord well well, well you know what you need to sort yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> but but
0: but the Play Your Way podcast keeps telling me I can play my way. <laughs> oh
3: man, your you, <laughs> your podcast needs to change its mind.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it should be called Play My, my Way. No, I, I,
3: I, I don't play, play I don't, I way. I don't truly really mean it. I guess they're harmless, sort of. I'm sure yeah. there's some really freaky like tentacle porn ones on yeah. Steam somewhere. They're probably not harmless, and they need to be stopped. um <laughs> but we're not going to dive into that right now. This this isn't like a 4chan talk. Uh <laughs> I've actually forgotten what I was even talking about. Uh, you were talking about how much you love
1: visual novels.
3: Oh god, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, is um, this what you admit that you're I you can right, I'm going to list my top 10 right now. <laughs> um, Number 10. Let me think of a single uh Lord of the Rings the graphic novel version. There okay. we go. It's All it's right. not a visual novel, but I'm going to pretend but- it is.
1: Numbers 10 through 1, Lord of the Rings. Uh, so, Brian, you said you had one more question after this that you had to ask?
0: Yeah, I was going to end off with it. if you had any more you wanted to ask.
1: I don't, but for the sake of fairness, I figured we'd at least see if Adam or Kieran had any questions they wanted to ask or things they wanted to talk about.
3: Yeah. If you had to dress up as any furry animal, what would it be?
1: <laughs> um, That's a good question. But I'm not really asking that. <laughs> <laughs> but you can answer anyway. Oh, um, Chocobo. (laughs) Or Chocobo, yeah. That's that's not bad. Uh, Shadow the Hedgehog. I mean, Edgy furry. A hedgehog, they're not (laughs)
3: furry, are they? They're spiky. Mm
1: -hmm. And and Chocobo's are (laughs) feathery. Come on, guys.
3: (laughs) Ah, You got me. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Oh, Oh, I've got one. Okay.
2: So, So, we talked about collections and stuff earlier, and Metal Jesus. Do you have a holy grail item? Because I know Jesus is like, oh, I've got a holy grail item. Um, is there like a particular game that if you see, you're like, oh, that is my holy grail item. I need to buy that game.
4: <sighs>
0: Brian, do you have an answer for this? So one that I don't have. Um, oh, boy. Uh, why do I have to think now? Dang it, Adam. <laughs> no, I got to think too. Uh, I can tell you item, a holy graham item that I actually I have, but yeah, Adam, <laughs> what is yours?
2: Oh, okay. Um, I think, okay, I've got two. Um, One is Raido Kusanoha versus, I think it's the Soulless Army, or was, no, actually, whichever one is the second one. I've got the first one. I need the second one. I have no idea what words you just said. I think it's, so it's a Shim- Shimigami Tensei game. All right. <laughs> um there's two. I think the first one, okay, I'm pretty sure the first one is Raido Kuzunoha versus the Solus Army, and the second one is Raido Kuzunoha versus King Abaddon. I need the King Abaddon one, because um, I've got the first one. Physically, I don't have the second one. Um, and, of course, Rule of Rose on PS2, because that's like a thousand bucks on eBay, so if I just happen to find that on Facebook Marketplace, or in a garage sale somewhere or something, I am snatching that up, like, faster than a mousetrap on my dick.
0: Well, yeah. Well, yeah. You and me both. But gosh, I don't know if you've noticed. If you collect, Facebook Marketplace has become a, a people who sell games know what they're selling. I'll just oh, leave it at that. It sucks. It's so
3: disappointing, isn't it? You know they they've they've gone on eBay and they've looked up the prices. Mm-hmm. Like they should just you know do what they used to and put it on just there give it to a, me for a really low price. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah,
0: ignorance. Come on. Yeah, we all have a little <laughs> I, bit
3: of ignorance.
0: Everybody
1: gets off a little bit on fleecing somebody. It, like, it's perfectly normal, and now they make it too hard to do that. Yes. Yeah.
2: I did have one time where I found someone that did not know the value of what they had, and they sold me... uh What's that... What's that furry game on DS? <laughs> it's like... Red, the... Um uh,
0: no. Yeah. Wait, what was oh, that yes. one you just said?
2: Robo or... Yes, 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 Solitaruba. that's it. Okay. That's it. Okay. So... Yeah, he sold me Solar to Robo for ten bucks. <laughs> I was like, My "Yeah, gosh. I'll take it." I think it's like eighty bucks on eBay now, or something, even even more. But Not got now. it for like ten dollars. It's like played electrical. a little bit of it. like, "Oh, this is furry stuff." <laughs> I didn't play it. It really is.
0: <laughs> so French furry talk on this episode. Yeah, I know. Out of nowhere, uh, let's go off that topic with Holy Grails. Um, <laughs> um, so. I'll actually say, because I actually got my Holy Grail item, but I'll say one that I do have that I don't have, and that is, unfortunately, let's go to the GameCube, and this is a recent one that I really, really do want, and that is Fire Emblem Path of Radiance. I would love to have that, and I remember when that game was probably $70, What? maybe a year and a half ago and now through pandemic it's almost reaching 300 if not solid 300 dollars. so that's one i would love to have but one that i actually finally have and that is pokemon emerald complete in the box i'm very satisfied with that nice. man i had that and i think like a few years ago i actually sold it complete in the box on Ooh. ebay <laughs> Darn.
2: well i have fire emblem path of radiance so
0: cool Ooh. Ooh. wait wait what the uh um power version oh yeah are you trying to take it from them no, to, to I'm actually kind of right curious, because obviously <laughs> in the US it's pretty expensive. Is it still pretty expensive over power area too?
2: Oh, it would be even more expensive because uh. power region had limited release, so it would oh, be... Sure. Tell you what, I'm actually going to look this up.
0: Please. Yeah.
2: Um,
3: it's interesting but... how we kind of treat the Holy Grail items
2: as the ones with like the highest financial gain. It's because oh, it's the rarity. Yeah. Like the the hardest ones to find are always going to be. I know, but instead just...
3: of thinking it like that, you could always think it like this is a holy grail, listen. This is an amazing game. Yeah, One I think it just kind of naturally happens. Though. I try,
1: Yeah, exactly. Like like just because oh. like, if if it's a good game, you're going to consider it something that's that's like a holy grail kind of a thing, and typically a lot of other people will also consider it a good game, which I think kind of just pushes that value up. You yeah. know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it is really interesting that like, a lot of these items really do have a lot of like like value to them also. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy I've got like, the
2: amount of money that people will pay too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got the answer for you boys. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um GameCube Fire Emblem Path of Radiance Pal version $478. $478. Oof.
0: And that's Oof. US currency or, well, or no, that's Australian. Australian. <laughs> I wonder gonna, what that equivalent is, huh? Yeah, I'm going to look Probably that like up. <laughs> No, <laughs>
2: and and by the way, that is like oh shit! Here's another one, five hundred and fifty. That oh, one's so for you. Like
1: so, five hundred and fifty Australian dollars is yeah. four hundred and eleven dollars and sixty nine cents in the United States.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, about a hundred
2: dollars more. Wow. I, I I also need to clarify. There's only two copies on eBay, so
1: so you need to buy now if you want it. I already have it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Whew, thank God. But um, if I ever get addicted to heroin and I need to sell stuff for crack, <laughs> you know, could go to Fire them sell yeah. that. There you go. Gosh, for You're
1: for just, me, go ahead.
3: So I was just gonna say, um, I was trying to think of my holy grail items because I had not really thought about it. But I would like, and I don't know the value of these. I'm sure it's like moderate to high. Uh, but I would like physical copies of Legend of the of Dragoon, and Xenogos. Oh yeah, those would be cool. Okay. And I'd also yeah. like to finally finish getting Valkyrie Profile. Uh, PS1 version would be nice. But back in the back in the day, like last year, I think I bought Valkyrie Profile on eBay. And when it arrived, it had GTA Liberty City Stories inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, that's awful. awful. Did you get a refund? I did, yeah. And oh, I, I've still I'll got the case. So all I need now <laughs> is the disc. <laughs>
2: Jeez. I would have cracked the shit so bad. <laughs> or leave them some bad feedback. No, I didn't. I definitely would have. That would have got a strongly
3: worded message. I would yeah, have put like... my, my best Karen wig on. And <laughs> Spoken gone, to the manager. S- spoke to the manager. <laughs>
1: oh, man. What so, was yours, Ethan? Uh, it's so tough for me because, like, I don't know, I've played a lot, like, there hasn't been a lot of games I feel like I wanted to play and I missed out on, you know? it Like, like one way or another, I've gotten to them either through, like, emulation, or I was just lucky enough to play them Uh, again, as a kid. Uh, I could give a lot of joke answers, like like Shadow the Hedgehog, or, like, <laughs> Toy Story 2 was, like, you're to the rescue, Um I don't know. My Holy Grail item is probably the one I gave away to Brian, mm, uh, That's true. my, my copy of Chibi Robo on GameCube. <gasps> uh, I didn't, ha- yeah, I didn't have a way to play it anymore. And Brian had a GameCube and was interested in playing it. So I told him he could have it. A- and oh that God. was, uh, that was the end of it. And I would, I think it'd be nice to find another copy of it just because I enjoyed that game so much. But yeah, I mean, that's probably the one.
2: I'm but way too possessive to give game stuff game away.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know game I don't game have game. a way to, <clears throat> I don't have a way to play it, but I, you know, it would be nice to, yeah, you know, to have again. But I don't. It, it's it, this is a tough one for me to try to answer because I can't think of anything I really want to have a copy of that I haven't already played. You know,
0: and you do a lot of emulation anyway. So like the question kind of, I mean, it, it kind of misses you because it's like, oh, my holy grail. Yeah, let me just boot it up on the PC real quick. Oh, oh,
1: <laughs> okay, I would like to have a physical copy of fire emblem genealogy of the holy war Ooh. even though that game only came out in japan i would like to have a physical copy of that because i think it'd be pretty cool
0: that'd be cool cool <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you guys have any other questions you wanted to ask um scrunch or fold uh is that like a left or right kind of question <laughs> <laughs> to-
2: toilet paper question
1: oh <laughs> okay <laughs> Oh, actually, uh, did you know that some people
2: wipe their butts standing up?
1: Ugh. What? Uh, no, I did not know that. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. sense. I know. <laughs>
2: your, your butt cheeks would be, like, clenched together. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, question. Stand up or sit down wipe?
1: <laughs> um, You know, it might be controversial, you know, like the new age is coming in, but I'm still a sit down kind of guy. All right. Yep. <laughs> I just, yep, yep. just shit in the shower and then... <laughs> you don't need to let it all wash away
2: yeah <laughs> it's called a waffle stump. <laughs> a waffle stump. oh man <laughs> when you push it down the drain
3: oh boy get get it down there with your feet oh Jesus <laughs> yeah alright I need an exorcism
1: after this I mean I think I'm, I'm probably gonna leave this section in so it's all good okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right so this has been a fun intriguing and let's be honest i kind of expected this to be one of those episodes uh, of tons of rabbit holes but funny and satisfying nonetheless um so but i i do want to end off with this question kind of a more important one and to kind of just bring it back to you guys um you know and and no generic answers right so my question is where do you like to see, where would you like to see the podcast um the good bad in the backlog podcast go and become five years from now, 10 years from now, what would you like to see? You can't say, you know, I would love for us to still have fun and to, to see more growth and blah, blah, blah. Like genu- genuinely, like, what are your hopes? So we can't have fun and see growth? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, fun fun is not allowed here.
2: <laughs> you can buy these pills online, which are fun and will give you growth. Um, <laughs> oh, send me a link. They get emailed to me all the time. I'm like, no, I'm good. I've got enough birthday. Uh, honestly, though, I think five years from now, I can envision the podcast will be dead, but I think we will have a second podcast.
1: Oh, a second podcast?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, so I think we will, we'll probably play through, like, I see this going for a few years, but then I think somewhere down the line, it'll be like, okay, we need a, we need a reboot, like the Spider-Man movies. So we'll start a whole new show and then... Go like get our old or audience and then and then grow even more. And I think that I would like to have like paid sponsorships. That'd be really nice because we always make up our own sponsors in each episode. So it'd be good to have like <laughs> an actual sponsor. <laughs> um, but otherwise, I mean, it's always going to be a hobby for me. Even if we end up getting paid for it, I, I do it for fun. I don't do it for the recognition. Although I would also like to become so famous that they put me on TV and then I can mm. be like a comedian. But I don't do stand-up, so it'll have to be like a comedian where I'm paired with somebody else who's funny so I can bounce off their jokes.
1: Well, quick quick question here. <laughs> you you you're thinking of rebooting like like the Spider-Mans at some point, you know? Is yeah. it gonna be like, is this reboot gonna be the Garfield movies? Is they gonna be the Holland movies? Like which ones are we working with here? The the Toby Maguire, every time. Wait, you're rebooting back to the Toby Maguire ones? Yeah, no. we're currently
2: in the Garfield, so <laughs> oh. we'll, we'll do a reverse reboot. <laughs> okay so toby Maguire. that's
1: actually groundbreaking i i we should have thought of that sooner actually
2: we're actually going to devolve our podcast to be shitter <laughs> yeah because we are just too good yeah. we keep on getting emails from
3: yeah um joe rogan uh he's saying <laughs> like why is your podcast stealing all my all, all my viewers my listeners and we're, and like, a- we're like joe
2: you're shit we're i just good. don't know what to
1: tell you joe man yeah
2: He's very threatened. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, we'll reboot to the Holland, but then we'll also be part of the MCU. So we'll probably network with other podcasts and have an overarching mm. storyline where at the very end, I kill myself to stop Thanos.
1: Yeah. Okay, yeah. So you're destined yeah. for success then?
2: Yeah, well, success and death, but yeah.
1: Well, yeah, we'll, we'll focus on the <laughs> success part though. Yeah, it'll maybe, be a Maybe posthumous... in a few
0: years,
3: maybe in a few years we'll have found another host maybe we'll have three people talking oh Ooh. that's too hard <laughs> you can do the editing then <laughs> it'd be, it would just be one of us talking with a slightly different voice oh actually oh, you I know
2: would. what it would be really good if we had sponsors so we could pay an editor to edit our own episodes uh, oh that would be great
3: yeah so
1: you're uh, telling you're telling me <laughs> that would yeah. be the best
2: or find some sap uh, that's just willing to do it for free
3: yeah just pay them an exposure
4: <laughs> mm.
2: But it's actually like exposure to me because I just walk up to them wearing like a trench coat and then I flash them. <laughs> 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 You've been exposed. <laughs> now what
3: did our yeah, podcast? So, if <laughs>
1: so if you're interested in that job offer, send your application to Adam and Kieran and <laughs> they will get yeah. back to you shortly.
2: I have legitimately sent nudes to people to make them listen to the podcast before. <laughs> 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 Let it be known that I have not, and I will never. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what oh, to say. Oh, I'm a handsome man, God. and other people like to see me naked, so, you know.
1: That's, a, that is a, that's interesting. That's that's a uh, type of marketing that I haven't really even thought about yet.
2: Yeah, we'll expand into OnlyFans soon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. I, I, I could have sworn you guys have mentioned your OnlyFans on the
0: episodes already.
1: Oh uh, yeah, have. it's just an ongoing jerk. <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um so <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Um uh. great episode 30 guys. Good one. No, for real though, <laughs> this has been fun and let's Absolutely. be honest, if, if for listeners, if you don't already know about the good, the bad and the backlog, this is what you can expect over there some funny discussions some conversations just like this so if this is your cup of tea go check them out we will close out and i do want to give them um, a chance to kind of shout out their socials and i don't know if they shout out their merch or not but check out their merch it's in their link tree i'm actually looking at it now that royal blue hoodie i think i might just add it's my car it looks phenomenal so guys go check that out well thanks
2: um oh actually if you don't mind i'll just do a little promo for our giveaway because we've still got a little yeah. time. Yeah, so wh- when
1: when does that end?
2: That will be on the nineteenth of July. We will okay. shut the entries. So, um, basically, if you haven't listened to our most recent episodes, we are doing a giveaway for a Nintendo eShop gift card. Um, it is thirty Australian dollars. But if you are in a different region and use a different currency, we'll we'll get the the currency that is closest to thirty dollars without going over thirty dollars Australian. So you get money. Anyway. Mm. Um, <laughs> All you got to do is go over to our Twitter, which is at bad backlog, and share a link to one of our episodes with the hashtag birthday backlog. And you go into the running, I will give it a little favorite, and then um on the nineteenth, I will pick a winner. We'll edit the winner into the episode, which will be Red Dead Redemption Two coming out next, and then uh DM you some money. So, <laughs> and he'll buy probably some games DM you so
3: a nude as well.
2: Oh, you nudes are optional, <laughs> and that, can...
1: that's free too. Like you just get that.
2: Yeah. Uh that's yeah that comes with all of them um it's the runner-up guys assigned a eggplant emoji over the private parts so it's kind of like a headshot um
1: that's going to be worth a lot of money someday
2: oh yeah that it'll go up in value um and Maybe anyway an sorry <laughs> <laughs> so that's still going you can enter multiple times just one per day and um someone has already entered 8 times so you need a Enter more to have a better chance of winning. Um, hey,
1: there's a lot of good episodes.
2: Yeah, so sh- there's like 40. Share any of them. But if you share yeah. the first one, which is Had a Full Boyfriend, I will know for a fact that you don't listen to us because that episode is shit.
1: And I listened <laughs> to that episode, and I don't think it's as bad as you as you make it out to be. Really? Okay. Yeah.
2: Maybe it isn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, our Twitter is at Bad Backlog, and we're also on Instagram at GoodBadBacklog, and... Like Brian mentioned earlier, we have merchandise at Spreadshirt. You can find us at Spreadshirt.com slash goodbadbacklog or just go into Spreadshirt and search for Good bad backlog. And we do have a YouTube channel, but it hasn't been updated in a very long time, so don't go there.
0: All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us on our special episode 30. Thanks for joining us, and we will catch you next time. See you. bye bye
1: Goodbye.